working title, your favorite film podcast. I'm Victoria Serrata, and I'm here with the wonderful Isha Johansson. How are you? I'm good. I'm very happy to see you all in orange. Yes. <laughs> People can imagine your shirt. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, for the listeners, uh, it was the Oscars, and today we're talking about someone who had their film nominated which is Martin McDonough. I'm very excited about today's episode. So he tell won. us, Isha. No, I don't think he won anything, but he was definitely nominated in several categories. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he won in music or in cinematography. Cinematography was All Quiet in the Western Front. Oh, true, true, true. Okay, yeah. And I think also music was All Quiet in the Western Front. Okay. But yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you, what are the three movies we're going to go through today? Yeah, actually, I think he only has four movies or five movies. Um, I think five, yeah. Yeah, five movies. So we're almost going to do all of his filmography, <laughs> but we're going to take Insane. the highlights, uh, which are, in our in our humble opinion, in Bruges, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. <Yes. laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce these things. And the Banshees <laughs> of Inchirin. Did I say it right? You said it perfectly. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> nice. Okay, so in case people haven't watched these films, I have like small synopsis for each one of them. In Bruges is the story of Ray and Ken, two hit men who are in Bruges, Belgium, <laughs> waiting for their next mission. While they are there, they have time to drink. Oh, drink not think and discuss the previous assignment when the mission is revealed to ken it is not what he expected dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. three billboards outside ebbing missouri um released in 2017 which by the way in bruges was released in 2008 um is the story of a woman so after seven months that have passed without a culprit in her daughter's murder case Mildred Hayes makes a bold move, painting three signs leading into her town with a controversial message directed at Bill Willoughby, <laughs> the town's revered chief of police, when his second-in-command office Jackson Dixon, an immature mother's boy with a penchant for violence, gets involved. The battle between Mildred and Ebbing's law enforcement is only exa exacerbated. Ooh. Ooh, also very tan-tan-tan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, his 2022 movie, The Banshees of Inisherin, is a story of two lifelong friends who find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly, abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. Again, chan-chan-chan. <laughs> I don't know who's writing these synopsis. They're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're letterbox. We love letterbox. It's supposed yes. to kind of convince us to watch them. So kudos to them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so in case you missed the first 10 minutes or something, all of these three movies are created. Uh, I think actually like written and directed, but like three of them by Martin McDonough, which is, uh, he's from London. I think he's like partially Irish. That's why his last film and in Bruges also, you kind of get this heritage that is very apparent. His parents are, are Irish. Okay. Yeah. 
So I think it's really interesting to see that, first of all, his brother is also a script writer. So I think that's, you know, I, I don't know what was in the baby formula, but they're all, <laughs> they have both successful careers. Um, but then he grew up in London. He's got his start in actually theater and he has written successfully a bunch of theater his most famous play which is really interesting if you get to read it is the pillow man he won the laurence olivier and the circle of critic of new york and a tony in 2005 so it's like you know he's really successful in whatever he does but he doesn't have an extensive amount of work out there i would say he has more like theater plays uh than movies and his movies actually it's oh he has several but it's in bruges the guard seven psychopath three billboards outside of ebbing missouri and the banshees of inisherin yeah it's five right yeah i mean he has a couple of short films so what do you think about him i mean he's yeah such an interesting profile yeah i was gonna say like um the fact that his filmography is so short is because he's mainly a screenwriter like a script writer he's mainly like yeah focused towards theater and if i'm not mistaken i think i read something about like that he started very early in theater when he was like 24 and he wrote like seven plays in 10 months and they all arrived like at the same time and like five of them were produced or even more um so he was like quite a sensation uh at the time and you're asking me what i think of him i think like i mean logically because i think his he's got like a genius for dialogue and like writing he just has it's just I don't know, spe specifically, because I was watching In Bruges yesterday, it's just the way, like, the, the the dialogue feels, you know? The way it's it, it just works without being too complex. It's like, it's not super wordy, you know? But it's, but it's still very accessible, um, and it doesn't feel, like, withdrawn. It's just so... It's so perfect, not gonna lie. And, like, spe specifically considering that his way of writing is very much like on this superficially it's like oh comedy right especially in in Bruges and Banshees of Insurance but actually he's just like blending pain and comedy so masterfully all the time um and yeah I think that's that's very powerful yeah I mean I the reason why I you know said let's do like, aside from loving his work, I recently read a play by his, which is a very, very dark matter. And everything you say about the writing, you know, it's it's still visible even in his plays, right? It's like, it's just, there's just a certain humor and there's jokes that are just, like, really funny and prove that he has a brilliant sense of humor but he never takes away from the humanity right he doesn't go for the easy joke the punchline in the detriment of his characters um because for me my favorite of the three of today i think i rewatched all of them right i went to the movies to see the the banshees but three billboards for me is so brilliant oh really 
Yes, I... There's something when I rewatched it, because I remembered that as this drama, I remember, like, crying in the movies, like... You know, I was with my mom and I was like, oh my god, this is so intense. And I rewatched it and I'm like, Sam Rockwell is the funniest fucking character. You know, and also Woody Harrelson. And even, you know, every single one of them has one moment where it's like very comedic, but like pathetically comedic, which is one of my favorite types of comedy is when the character is absolute. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because I personally think that's his weakest work. I I was like, okay, I, it did not work for me. Like, it's a good film, but I was like, ah, oh, nothing compared to In Bruges and The Banshees. Like, I did not, I did not, like, that film did not resonate with me. I thought, like, part, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Like, I honestly, and even sometimes I was like, oh, this is a bit cringe. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a good movie, but I think his brilliance is like with his kind of culturally affinity, cultural affinity with both like Europe and the UK. And he's like very, he has this very like British dark humor, but not like, what was his name? Um, Oh, I'm thinking of like another screenwriter, British screenwriter. Well, Guy Ritchie or no someone. Guy Ritchie. Oh, the guy who. Oh, I think it's um Edgar Edgar Wright, but in his earlier films, in his earlier films, yeah, there's like super okay, yeah, super British words here. What you we were saying about like humanity and everything. It's like sometimes sometimes very offensive and like politically incorrect, but still very accessible and like very universal in 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 his jokes. And I think. I see much more of him, even though I don't know him, of course, but like <laughs> I've heard podcasts and everything, but I kind of yeah. see much more of like a fit. Yeah. A much more accurate representation of his perception of different cultures, like both in, in Bruges and in the Banshees rather than in, uh, what's, what's the name? The misery one. I always get yeah, Ebbing Missouri, three, the three billboards. Three billboards. Yeah, the three billboards. Maybe it's because <laughs> the American culture is a bit more alien for me. But for me, it, it felt like, oh, I want to kind of explore with the Wild West or like this very kind of state uh, movie. Uh, let's try it. Okay. Like this is a kind of, this is the next step in my career. That was kind of my, my <gasps> conception. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, I totally get where you're coming from, obviously. I think there's something really magical, especially Banshees, that it's like, it's this period thing, right? But it doesn't feel period, it feels very, like, contemporary because it's very human. Um, in Bruges, there's definitely that European sense of humor that is, like, very brilliant. Um, which is funny because in the play of Very Dark Matter, he also does reference like to the Belgians. Mm. And I think there's something there, but I don't <laughs> know what. There's something there. Like this man, maybe yes. he was on exchange. Maybe he went like on exchange to Bruges. That's what I wonder because it's so specific. I'm like, you had to spend a month writing, like writing in Bruges. Yeah. Like, it's so specific. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think. But. No, no, go. I'm gonna go on a tangent about Ebbing, Missouri. So go ahead. <laughs> no, I was I was saying that maybe like it'd be a good idea of like going like film by film, 
to maybe see what we think of each. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll accept that. You can. You'll accept that? Okay. And then you can go on your tangent of ebbing and I can go on my tangent about April. <laughs> <laughs> I think to kind of what you were saying at the beginning, to kind of position it in relation to his career and see kind of like his evolution mm-hmm. as a director. Because yeah. maybe it isn't like, maybe he didn't choose to do three billboards because it was like Hollywood pressure. You can defend that. <laughs> but let's yeah, see. Yeah. Let's see. I think, okay, so let's start with In Bruges. I honestly can't think of that film without like laughing. <laughs> like, I, just, I just think of like In Bruges, a concept. And we have to, like, we have to talk about the fact, Vicky, again, that we're both Belgian, quasi Belgian. Yes, yes. And of course, it resonates a bit more with us. And well, for me specifically, like I've been to Bruges many times because it's like yes, the beautiful place I near Brussels. Well. And my parents met there. Um, they fell wow. in love there in that tri- little like canal boat that we see in the film. Okay, yeah. And so, and of course, like me living in Belgium, we always take the piss like, out of Belgium, you know? Like that's also yeah. something we do. So it's interesting, but I come, I come, like, for me, it's legitimate, because I come from there, like, I was born there, and I was raised there, but it's funny how, like, they kind of cat- caricaturized also, like, outside of, like, Europe, for example, um, and <laughs> just, like, also, it's, like, why, why, why this hate towards the Belgians? It's not hate, but, like, you know, when I see that movie, there's something so fucking true about these cities are so weird as an outsider like they're beautiful so it's kind of as a tourist you feel like you're both of these characters right like i just want to go drink beer like fucking stop it already and oh my god the blood of jesus christ you know and like getting pissed off like why are you not excited yeah yeah um because it's both this magical place and at the same time you know it yeah, yeah, it's haunted too. And I think that's I think that the, yeah. that's what's also really really for me like very profound about Inbridge is that superficially it seems like, oh my god, they're laughing about this city, but but actually it's like both fairy tale y and haunting. And also it's almost like I kind of understood it as like the physical representation of the purg- purgatory, you know? Because they're like in this kind of in-between place. And, you know, they go to, like, this, they go to this museum and they're talking about that. And they're, like, in this limbo, right? In this place that is kind of unknown to both of them. And they're both Sicarios. And they want to die, but they also want to live. And it's, like, yeah, it's interesting that he associated that concept with Bruges, you know? And... I think that's why it's genius what we were saying at the beginning about like the fact that he's mixing both yeah like pain and you know the themes of death and guilt with I want to go fucking home <laughs> I'm cold I don't live in a farm <laughs> if I was retarded I'd be impressed but I was raised in Dublin <laughs> that line is so good yeah I mean uh I love, first of all, that take. I I didn't think about it, the purgatory thing. And yeah, no, I think definitely you're right. There's something in that movie 
Uh, there's a, a weird sense of sus suspension which you get when you go to these places, right? So I think definitely he channeled into that and he placed the most unlikely of characters but made it feel very real. Um, but actually, this is a personal thing. I talked about this movie like a month ago with someone and they said they didn't like uh, Colin Farrell's acting. And I rewatched it and I was like, you're absolutely fucking wrong. Because they were like, oh, it's over the top. It's overacted. I'm like, no, it's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant. Like, that's the character. That's the character. He needs that energy. And, yeah. No. And also, I think it's maybe like, where was this person from? Because I don't want to be like, there's not an insult or anything, but it's, like Irish people in general are like, quite expressive, too. You know, and like I swear, all of my Irish friends are like super, like <gasps> kind of like Spanish in that sense. Um, and I think it's just it's not at all over the top. It's just how like he expresses himself, and it, and you see him in interviews, and he's kind of like that too in real life. I mean, not like exactly. Yeah. No, he's he's very smart than yeah. real life, and this character is kind of dumb, which is also something that we can connect to three billboards mm -hmm. and also with banshees is stupidity he mm. makes stupid characters so profound which is you know and they're not the like they they're not the joke and that's what i they, they're very funny but they're not like but I'm, oh he's so dumb and that's it um which is something i really appreciate because in three billboards outside of ebbing missouri the arc of the character of sam rockwell um is really <laughs> It's really something I think for me, the thing that makes me love this movie so much is the app, like the arc and the characters, some of the scenes that as an actor, I'm like, this is an absolute marvel. This is something that you can recreate yourself in, but not go, you know, like it's not a drama. This is what's fun. It's like you go to these dramatic lengths, but you know, you get the payoff of of comedy and the rhythm is like so good and there's something in the rhythm of that movie that makes it feel like so wonderful that I'm like only great actors could deliver such performances with that script but do you think because I I I thought like the third act was kind of like counterproductive like I didn't feel I didn't see that sense of pace like after the what's his name the the kind of chief police kills himself i was like i don't know it didn't i i, I it for me didn't feel that that logical that I mean, sense of face there's something about that film which i understand people don't get it because it starts at something and then it goes into something different and it feels like the movie changes you know like styles in a way like very abruptly from scene to scene like i remember re-watching it and i didn't remember whatsoever the scenes with the ex-husband you know and then it's like oh this was in it like it's very like or i don't know the uh there's so many characters like it's a very big ensemble piece compared to the rest of his work and i think that's why when you get attached to the sheriff's character, you're kind of fucked in that movie. Because then you're like, why am I watching it? Yeah. Woody Harrelson isn't in it. Why am I watching it? Yeah, you know? maybe, maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe that for me, like, his, 
when he focuses in two characters or like in this case that they're like acting pairing Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell maybe it's just me personally that I really like them together like it works better for me when he's kind of going in depth with two people specifically but at the same time in Banshees of Inisherin you have the sister and like the whole villagers um like the whole village they're all they're all like important characters um but I don't know in the Banshees I I felt like it was a bit it was a bit over the top, not in terms of acting, but like with the kind of techniques he was using. I remember like feeling like he was using like music in a very kind of Hollywoodian way. I don't know if you noticed that. And then like the, for example, uh, sequence with the wife and the kids, I thought was didn't work for me. You know, like I thought firstly the the wife was too young <laughs> i'm sorry but like those kind of things when they put like very unrealistic moms or wives or whatever i'm just like what the fuck what why is that you happening? mean in billboards or in... billboards billboards yeah um, okay, yeah and the kind of oh i love you and i don't know and i like your cock or something like that and i was like what is this this thing isn't really working but i mean again that's like very specific and then for example, going to the animals bit, that's something I wanted to talk about. Like, the motif of animals for yeah. Martin McDonough. Uh, that's his yeah, name. I think... Mar Martin McDonough, yeah. <laughs> um, it's McDonough. I always say McDonough. It's McDonough. Thing, like the... Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm dyslexic, <laughs> people. Like, I said Ebbing properly. So. Yeah, true. True. I mean, these are complicated uh, names. But yeah, yeah going but back to say... the... Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say he for me is the kind of king of titles because I think all of these have such a strong personality. So although they like, I go banshees and you know which movie I'm talking. I I say three billboards, you know, like even Seven Psychopath. There's something about the naming of his films that I I just like. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, on the in the three of them too, there's like a geographical location. What you were saying, like he's, and I think I'm a big fan of um creating like work revolving like a mm -hmm. space and a place and an identity yeah. i think like those films for me personally are super powerful when they create like the cinematic now we're going like on the million tangents but like <laughs> in bruges and in especially in the band she's just so beautiful where when like in films they really show the place they're filming in and kind of make that part of like the film's character um cinema cinematographically speaking i think that's beautiful and it makes me feel so much more attached like so much more immersed in the universe of the film mm -hmm. and i think it's something he uses it like not as much in three billboards but there's definitely the exact same pattern of like transitional shots through the space both in bruges and banshees which i think that's why looking his as at his career it's very rewarding because you see the same actors in different roles right like colin farrell being the one that's most used because he's also in seven psychopaths uh but you know you know everyone is kind of interconnected uh yeah but yeah the transitional shots to use in the space for me like when i saw uh the banshees it it was really beautiful it definitely added to the experience and to the feel and then 
you yeah also to the sense of rhythm of then i get to breathe right and then we go back into it which usually people always want to create tension so i thought it was really smart that he kind of uses the space as a way to breathe and kind of immerse yourself yeah and i feel like the fact that it's such an open space also helps you know it's just such a just looking at it already brings you like tranquility which is kind of ironic because there's so much like drama and tragedy happening in this in what seems like a peaceful completely isolated relaxed village but well yeah. no actually i mean you see the war on the on the um, background mm -hmm. which now that i think about it it's like such a great analog of like their war actually like analogy of their their own war between each other you know um you're on top of the analogies oh like, my god you're, you're yes like i see you i know suddenly I it. it's today maybe, yeah. it's the, maybe it's the i've been like on my computer the whole day being over analytical bit um <laughs> But I want to go back to you and your tangent of billboards because I went on my tangent in, in Bruges and we can go together on our tangent for Banshees because I think we both love it. But tell me, yes. convince me about billboards. I think for me, like billboards is a very human collage, which you later see in Banshees of like a village, right? It's kind of the division around one subject. And there's just something about the fact that the main character is a woman, for me, kind of the pain you see sometimes, he went into some real, real places, real wounds, that sometimes I don't really feel. Like Banshees and whatever, I connect to the pain, but there is something raw, very raw, about three billboards outside of Ebon, Missouri. like. And the frustration of reality of like, she's doing this investigation, but the truth is like, nothing is gonna happen to it. And it's kind of condemned from the beginning, right? And all of these characters are kind of stuck in where they are and through helping out each other, they can move a little bit, but not really, right? Yeah. Um, and then I think the characters are so specific and they work so well in the dynamics, you know, between the sheriff and the Sam Rockwell character, Sam Rockwell with the mom, uh, you know, the mom that has her daughter murdered, her dynamic with her son, which is like, all those, those flashbacks, I usually hate flashbacks because they usually feel very unnecessary and very Hollywood. Um, but kind of seeing the relationship of the mo mother and the daughter and the son, I thought there was something like deeply personal in it. Uh, although it's not like from his background or whatever, I think he went really specific, which is why I enjoy it. Like there's no secondary characters. Like even the uh, black guy that puts up the sign has something to say, you know? So it never feels like it's dead air or, you know, filler in a way yeah i mean <laughs> what can i say to that uh yeah i see <laughs> i see where you're coming from too but at the same time it's interesting because for me um even though like superficially it's more set is it set in like contemporary usa or is it like a i'm not sure it's it has this weird in between atemporal, like a temporal yeah. vibe right yeah. anyways but for me well, you, you see, you say all of that, but like the fact that they're like 
burning stuff all the time and there's so much violence and like too much connection between the characters for me feels even though they work well or like the suicide there's there's a lot of like actions in the film that make it feel that make it feel very unrealistic like i know it's of course hyperbolized hyper hyperbolized because it's a film but i even though they worked really well for me it made me it felt like it was like kind of like in bruges in that sense that you don't get the yeah. feeling that it's a true story right because it's kind of like this yeah. crime comedy fantasy <laughs> um but I don't know, I didn't connect in that way. Um, I don't know why, whereas in Banshees, which you would say like, oh, it's a period film and, and, and whatever, I connected much more and like, I'm, I'm coming from having seen it in October because I saw it in the film festival. Wow. I was like, hopefully I'll remember, but you can see how much it stayed with me. Um, I, I like just really remember the plot and like the minimalist plot and the fact that it's literally based on like two friends who've always been friends one of them doesn't want to be a friend anymore and then that's his whole reality is that friendship yeah and then everything crumbles and it's just like literally based in such a small like plot and minimalist plot and yet there's so much that unravels from that um and in the end ultimately i remember seeing it and felt it was just like a story about goodness and like the fact that he actually proposes like that scene where he has about like oh i want to be remembered uh i want to be remembered and then he's like well what, what, what was the scene um yeah where he kind of the other point is like i just want to be a good person yeah a good person you know yeah and he was like yeah. oh yeah but you won't be remembered as a good person and he's like well i don't know who this person this composer they just mentioned this so there goes your theory um and it's true like in a world in a world where there's so many things that are like you have to pursue and like mm -hmm. conceptions of what success is or even though that's not the ultimate like message in the story but i think the fact that he's saying goodness is good like that's a good yeah. trait that's something that people should celebrate and and pursue i think pursue. it's kind of yeah uh yeah i think there's definitely an opposition of worlds that's really interesting uh i think looking at it now it's like all of these pieces all of his movies kind of pay off in banshees right like also i think the fact that he worked in bruges with the same actors creates such a beautiful dynamic that you would never get unless you do like three months of rehearsal like it's impossible to fake that friendship and you know um yeah the chemistry of the set yeah. yeah, definitely. Between everyone, because also, what's the name of the guy who does the kid? He was in Ken... Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, Ken Barrow? Something like that? I don't know. I forget his name, but he was also with Colin Farrell, so they all kind of worked together, right? Uh, and yeah, for me, also, the theme was kind of it felt like a breakup. Yeah, it's a breakup you know, film. It's like, a breakup film. Yeah, which was so refreshing because usually you get the romance and whatever, and because it was just distilled to the pure rejection, 
it was very painful and I think that's why I'll definitely rewatch it more than the other films because it's kind of a perfect breakup thing because you get both point of views of like I just don't want to do this anymore this is the end and someone going how can it be the end yesterday we were okay I, I can't wrap my head around it yeah. that's why it's like so heartbreaking but you get both point of yeah. views yeah but at know? the same time you're like shut the fuck up <laughs> you're like stop it leave him be and I read something about like him initially being so much more in favor of, of Colin Farrell as a character, like being kind of 60, 40, and then having a meeting with um, uh, Brendan Gleeson and like him kind of like contributing to how the audience could like feel more sympathetic towards him about like him just wanting to live a tranquil life. Um, but But yeah, I think to just kind of, also like wrap it up i think it's interesting to see um i personally really appreciate when like a director has a very like precise and specific identity and i think with him it's mm -hmm. just like especially with the motifs like with his themes that he uses he has like this fascination for well firstly violence which i'm, I'm interested to know like what you think about his use of violence then kind of like racist well not not racist sorry but like politically incorrect like Josie has like fascination for midgets <laughs> and then uh, no but like definitely it's even in his plays like it's it's a theme yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then like well male friendship and then like grief and pain and also animals fucking animals like in Bruges has animals what, what are yeah. they? Uh, well, there's the swans. There's then... the swans, but the, there's one... I don't know. I don't remember which one. And then, like, in, in billboards, there's the fucking deer. The deer. That suddenly comes out of nowhere. And and the turtle, like, like crawls in, like, the mom's... Uh, the, the police... The officer's mom. And then in Banshees, of course, the fucking donkey, which is, like, the such donkey, a main character. Yeah. I'm a Absolutely. pony. He's a vegetarian, by the way. <laughs> I saw. Oh. <laughs> That's his love That's for good animals. To know. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely some of them do feel like, obviously all of these themes are a personal obsession, but I think like animals and, you know, male friendship just come from him and his day-to-day -day life. I could imagine him, you know, with a garden and a friend just, yeah, this is my donkey. I don't know. I don't think he has a midget in his backyard, but the fucking thing is like his plate, very dark matter, also has uh, some, yeah, it's weird. Whatever. It's weird. Uh, like, I wonder what, again, like also in Bruges, like, he has like this bizarre fascinations with like <laughs> very specific parts of the population, Belgium's women, <laughs> midgets, <laughs> like what? I'm intrigued to know his life. By the way, do you know Wait, sorry, no, no. I don't want to, like, say a random fact. If you have something else to say. No, 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 go ahead. Do I'm you... so excited. Say he... it. Yo, yeah, he's he's dating Phoebe Waller-Bridge. He's They've been together since 2017. How do I not know that? Can you fucking believe that? They're, like, their kids would be the funniest people ever. They're, like, both the genius... And the most successful writers ever. 
Like, they're gonna make the next William Shakespeare. Are you fucking joking? And it makes so much sense. I would, yeah. Imagine, like, their okay. conversations. <laughs> their dinner conversations. <laughs> Literally, like, joke after joke. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense because the political incorrectness, I think it's a very British thing of, like, British comedians and British comedy mm -hmm. is always a bit fucked. Yeah. It's not the, like, clean Hollywood humor. And I think it exists in contrast and in opposition to the Hollywood joke, there's mm. the British, like, dirty humor. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which I, I love. I personally love because it's always on edge. But it's never personal. It doesn't feel discriminatory in a way. Although I'm not in a place to say, obviously. But there's something that doesn't feel like... It's not, like attacking right i don't know how to yeah it doesn't it, it doesn't it, it's not like it doesn't feel offensive it's not like yeah I don't, I don't know how to explain either but again like we're not because i'm a bit mm, yeah. skeptical with saying this because i know billboards had a lot of problems in terms of like racist allegations oh uh you know because he know mentions that. like the n-word even though like I mean, it's contextual and, like, pertinent, coherent considering where the film is based, but maybe, like, the fact that it's coming from, like, a white European script writer, you know? Um, and then, like, I, I don't know what the allegations were, but it didn't... It was quietly, like, negatively reviewed in certain areas of the U.S., yeah, I would say it definitely. I can see how it would offend so many like Americans. Yeah, I think that's oh, the thing. And also, I'm thinking about like I think it's, it was because it was also a time where it was very like the the kind of Black Lives Matter movement, even though it was before George Floyd and everything. But like the perception of the police was quite tense and like in the u.s and in yeah that and in, i could get yeah and in billboards it's unclear what he feels about the police like it's quite in banshees it's quite obvious that he's like very anti-authorities but in banshees maybe yeah, but also because it's an irish narrative so it's very ingrained mm. i think billboards is written in a place where people would be blue lives matter thinking type of thing you know? Yeah. It's that part of America. So I understand, obviously, the debate in, as in, like, are you kind of in a weird way celebrating or giving space to something we might not want to? Yeah. But I think that's what kind of also in some other aspects makes him a genius of, like, using uncomfortable spaces because all of his movies, there's a point where you're like, oh, Jesus, can you please stop? Yeah. Like, yeah, for like, sure. Oh my with god, violence. this is unbearable. For example, yeah. with the grotesque. Even though, like, we've seen worse, but he, for me, especially in Banshees, I could not see the 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 like finger scenes. I would always like close my eyes. I, I, I just, I'm so, I'm, I, I think I've already said this, but I'm like so sensitive with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I think my thing is what I like about him. He uses violence as a very active thing it's not trivial so yeah um very it, intentional yeah. very purposeful it's not like oh yeah. i'm just gonna show 
I'm just gonna shoot the bad guy, you know? It's like, there is consequence. Like, everyone in this story is acting accordingly to the degree of the violence yeah. he presents. Yeah, and also, then he uses those wounds. Now that I think about it, like, in in billboards, it's like, he's he's burnt. And then we see the character, like, existing with yeah. a burnt face. And kind of that being his scar of the past. Or maybe his, like, learning lesson. And then in, billboard, in Banshee's, like, his... I mean, there's literally this person's, di- like, yeah. cry, final, final, I'm not getting the word, but, like, he's so desperate that he's yeah. going to the extreme, and you see it, like, physically manifested in his body, you know? So it's not like, oh, let's just cut his his fingers. It's it's, a, it's actually a very clever use of, like, blood and, and the grotesque. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have to to wrap it up quickly we have okay. to should we do the retrospect and all of that or is that gonna take a long time uh we can do it quickly sure. we can just do great let's do it yeah let's let's do grace let's do let's be quick on them yes. maybe be like intuitive <laughs> okay uh okay you start Kay. with bruges bruges Ah, that that's, it's a hard one. <laughs> We're starting well. Because I actually started watching it, like, a couple of years ago and fell asleep. And I was like, oh, why is this film so famous? It's so bad. And now, and now I loved it. So, expectations. Uh, We're doing 1 to 10 or 1 to 5? 1, one to, to 10. 10. Yeah. Um, watching it again, I had, like, high expectations. But I would say, like, 8. Um, And then, enjoyment... 10 <laughs> and in retrospect wow. 10 <laughs> i loved it i i thought wow. it was really funny okay, great it's just because it really resonates i think with the fact that i that i lived in belgium and like can really asso- like relate to the jokes not gonna lie what about you uh expectations i would say a five because i saw it back in the day didn't really connect with it also because uh, I think it's a mature film. Like, you don't really get it as a kid, I think. Um, then, enjoyment. It's, enough. it's a fucking funny movie, so it's enjoyable. Like, what can I say? Nine, ten, like, you know. And then, retrospect, yeah, I would say solid seven, eight. Like, you know, I like it, but there's a part of me that I'm, you know, wishes he would have gone a little bit, I don't know if, like further I don't know if I don't know what but there's something that I'm like ah okay it's really good but I think there's a lack of budget or I don't know where I think he cut himself short that's what I get the feeling of okay okay three billboards go (laughs) three billboards expectations like three not gonna lie because I remember I I had to watch it no it was like one of those films I'm like oh I have to watch it but I had I thought it was completely different from what it firstly i did not know it was um martin mcdonough that was directing it like it wasn't there and i just thought it was like yet another like um in terms of tone i thought it was going to be completely different because i didn't know it was like a a funny film and actually yeah it's it surprised me i liked it i liked it from what i was expecting but then wasn't like it throughout so the enjoyment uh, was fluctuating i would say like six seven okay, it's a good film but yeah. 
some moments of cringe that I didn't necessarily like that much. Um, and then retrospect, mm, seven, seven. I think I've gotten some of your positive points, but not my favorite. Okay. Uh, I'll go with expectations. I wasn't really excited to see it because I remembered it truly as a drama. So rewatching it, going into it, I was like, oh, I'm going to suffer. So I would say a six. Then enjoyment. Actually, I, I fucking cried. I laughed. I, I went through it all. So I would say 10. <laughs> I just liked it. Uh, and then retrospect. Yeah, I kind of thought about some of the plots and some of the stuff. And I was like, it's not. Yeah. It's not a perfect film, so I would say seven, definitely. Um, but yeah, Banshees. Banshees. Go quickly. Ah, throw I, it to me. I was, I was, I was very excited. I was very excited for this film. Like nine. Um, I have a lot of Irish friends too, so I like. I don't know. There's a special heart <laughs> for Irish in my, in my, in my like heart, and I, yeah, I nine nine. I would say, and also because of the like act acting pairing yeah i really wanted them to see them together again so nine enjoyment 10 i loved it loved the film made me laugh so much like mood me a lot like i said so 10 and then in retrospect yeah also a 10 <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to agree with that like writing uh yeah i think it's it's definitely one of those where I was like, I, I want to watch that because uh, I also seen one of his plays put on in Spain and just I, I was a full fan by the time it came out where I was like, I am going to see it. And the cast is brilliant. Uh, enjoyment. It's yeah, it's one of those where I came out of the movies and I was like, what What can I do now? Like, what do you do after this? What film? a great film! What, what a great feeling! Yeah. What a great feeling! Yeah. What? Ah. Okay. I don't know how to talk to anyone. What is going on? Uh. But yeah. And then retrospect. I think yeah. Ten. It's that one for me feels like well rounded, and I don't have second second thoughts when I think about it. Yeah. You know? I think that's kind of a popular. A popular like reception like I've, I've heard i don't think i've heard anyone say any bad things about this film um but but yeah like who who would have thought i didn't know martin mcdonald was gonna make us like yeah say like, so disagree much. and just oh passion a lot yeah. of passion for his yeah. work yeah yeah, yeah. We love okay him. well it was a lovely episode. I really enjoyed talking to you. Me Asia. too. And, Me too. And hopefully, yeah. we haven't said this, but in case people care about, about our yeah. lives, Vicky came <laughs> to Cambridge to visit me. Yes, I did for the Water Sprite Film Festival for the Water Sprite because Film Isha Festival. was the head of awards. So I felt very important being her friend. Uh, it was amazing. It was genuinely the programming was it was so like that so talented all of the artists all of the films were definitely interesting to watch yeah it was fun but it was also like the first time we were kind of like both in the filmy world together so our podcast is seeing also like potential people <laughs> that might be interested yes. some people were like oh you have a podcast oh <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, please sponsor yes, me. Yes, sponsor yeah. me. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But more, more, more adventures to come. Yeah.
And thank Absolutely. you everyone for being lovely listeners and yes, keep, keep keeping you. this podcast going. Bye. See you.